The following program is in no way connected with the Board of Equalization of the State of Washington, and the views expressed thereon do not necessarily reflect those of that group. Marching forward. Toward a destination. Hear them go. Those are the feet of men. we have for you, I think you're going to like them very much, an engaging musical potpourri of etchings, biscuits, platters, waxings, slicings, and sides. You got any records on the show tonight? Yeah, we got a couple records, too, a guy brought up here. Oh, that's good. But this is Arbogast, and we uh, have, what are synonyms for transcription? You got any? Synonyms? That's what they put on buns for breakfast stuff. Synonym buns? Yeah. Yeah, that's Maxie Rosenblum was a cinema bum. I it? remember in pictures. I remember that, too. Anyway, we do this, and we'll have it on here till about uh, 11 o'clock tonight. But before we do anything, since it is Friday, and since I'm not able to be here on Saturday night, why, I sort of like to take a bath, and so I, well, our plumbing facilities are rather limited elsewhere, so I'll draw my bath here while we get into this first one. A little water ready, please. Thank you. Mmm. More water. More. More water. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Thank you. Ah, dear, this is real life. You You're know pretty good in there? Oh, it's terrific, man. You don't know. It's been a long time, I'll tell you. Whee! You're going to use any soap? What? You're going to use any soap? You're supposed to use soap when you do this? Yeah, maybe I should explain the whole thing to you. I'll tell you what, you introduce a record, and I'll explain the procedure. You got the water, but there's, there's a little more to it than that, so... Uh, well, I'm not too familiar with it, you know. Yeah, you got some music. fairly obvious, isn't it? Uh, I would say so. Yeah, well, anyway, to get things underway musically tonight, um, here's a rather unusual vocal combination on record. A new sound sort of deal featuring a bit of rhapsodizing by three instruments not often heard together on wax. A cantaloupe, a dog, and a two-month-old child. They perform Melon, Collie, Baby.
Yeah, it makes a lot of noise when I bathe, huh? There we are. That's real nice. Hey, you know, it's okay to take a bath on the show. I mean, we don't care if you want to broadcast from a tub, but we have we have things to do here, and I think it'd be a little quiet, not splash quite so much. Well, I want to tell them about the last record anyway. I didn't yeah. get to. Okay. Uh, that was Pump and Turnpike by. Let me see. That was Charlie Barnett's group, huh? Mr. Barnett, incidentally, currently appearing in town with one of my all-time favorite performers, Mr. Gaylord, Slim by name. They're at the Silhouette on near Evanston, somewhere out there. That Pomp and Turnpike, by the way, that's the address of a great big club type thing. The Meadowbrook in New Jersey, Frank Daly's Meadowbrook. Glenn Miller and Tommy or Jimmy Dorsey, one of them used to play there. Both, Both of them. them. I can yeah. talk on this show, can't I? Sure you can. <laughs> I forgot for a minute. Hey, well, if I'm quiet for a while, you suppose we can do something? Yeah, you just kind of sit still and All right. put the boat up on the edge of the tub, will you? All right. Okay. Uh, now go into this deal right here. Let me see. It's uh, 10.37 in Chicago and time for Facts for Fun. <laughs> Yes, it's time for Facts for Fun, an entertaining few minutes set aside each night at this time to inform you, the listener, about some little-known fact for your knowledge and amusement on the program we call Facts for Fun. Uh, tonight's Facts for Fun is an interesting one from the pages of the Daily Newspaper. It reads, and I quote, if a beetle, which in proportion to its size is the strongest creature on earth, were as large as a man, it could lift a weight of 60 tons. Now that's right. If a beetle were as large as a man, it could lift a weight of 60 tons. Now, and to prove to you that this fact is true, we've uh, asked, asked a beetle we know. Incidentally, he's about 6 feet 2 inches tall, weighs 195 pounds, this beetle does. We asked him to come up here tonight to lift 60 tons of lead that just happened to be sitting in one corner of the studio. Good evening, Beetle. Good evening, Arbo Guest. Are you ready, Mr. Beetle, to help us prove our fact for fun for tonight? You're darn right I am, Arbo Guest. All righty. Now, you see that uh, 60 tons of lead encased in that box over there? Yeah. Well, I want you to get the lead out. All right. Now, uh, ready? Yeah. Begin. What's the matter, Beetle? Oh, my arm's sore. Really? What what happened to your arm? Well, you, you've heard the expression, sleep tight and don't let the bed bugs bite? Yes, I believe I have. Well, last night I slept loose and a bed man bit me. A bed man bit you? Oh, dear. Well, perhaps you can help us prove a fact on another night. Yeah, but, but let's face it, Arbo, just how many facts are there about beetles? Yes, I guess you're right. I I'm sure sorry about this all, Arbo. Well, that, that's that's perfectly all right, Beetle. We'll just go ahead and sign off with this thing tonight, and some other time, perhaps when you're feeling better, you can come up and, and take part. I'd like to. I, I'd like to come back and help whenever I can, you know. We'd like to have you here as often as possible. Okay, well, I'll see you around. Okay, Beetle. Listen again tomorrow night when, once again, uh, we bring you facts about Beetles for fun. Remember... The time has come, the walrus said, to talk of many things, of shoes and ships and sealing wax and cabbages and stuff like that. Good night.
sitting by the ocean Me how she feels so sad Sitting by the ocean Me how she feels so sad Don't got the money To take me back to Trinidad Fine Calypso woman She cooked me shrimp and rice Fine Calypso woman She cooked me shrimp and rice These yonky hot dogs Don't feed me stomach very nice different from that folk. Calypso Blues. That's the first time we've managed to play that in this program. How you doing there in the tub, boy? Very nice, and this is soap ideas. All right. You want some Brillo? Brillo? Yeah, it, it, it goes a little further than soap. Well, really? You mean I, I'd get that much cleaner if yeah. I had something like Brillo? Mm -hmm. uh, I'll go out and get some. No, later. I don't want any if that's the case. I, I'm just content to be my little old sweet-smelling self. <laughs> uh, okay. I really am. Well, let me see. Uh, I better... Oh, I know what. A joke we heard. Yeah, about. we heard a joke, and we, we got in a big lengthy discussion last night about uh, what is this thing called humor. And so uh, well, we, we got a joke today, and they told us, some people did, that the joke is all in the delivery and the boffo and things of that sort. So we got uh, a joke we'd like to tell you and, you know, see how the reaction is to it. It's a joke. It's a pretty good one. So I'll stop hey, talking we, can you minute. sit just still? Yeah, I will. Don't splash anymore because... Uh, I keep the boat here in the tub? Yeah, keep it there. But just let it uh, sort of sail there. You how know, about quietly. that pink celluloid duck? Does he have to stay on the side? No, as long as he keeps quiet. Right. Ah, shut up. I'm awful fond of that duck. And that wasn't clear, by the way. Thank you. The German one up here. 
But anyway, we got uh, a joke we'd like to tell you, and it's really a good one. And I'll tell you what it is. This uh, particular joke is about this guy, this Indian fella named Shortcake, see? And this Indian guy named Shortcake, why, he gets real sick, and he he dies. Oh. Yeah. And so his friends, all the other Indians in the tribe, they go up to, to the tent, the teepee there, and they, they see his wife uh, there, and the spokesman for the group of Indians, this guy's friends, Shortcake's friends, they walk up and they say to her, Huh? We'd like to arrange for a burial of your husband. And she replies, No! Squawberry shortcake! That's not bad. <clears throat> I, th I think you told it well, but... Uh, there was no response. I no. couldn't have told it too well. Uh, well, it, I, I think it needs something. Maybe it should be changed, or... I'll tell you what, how about... Change the joke and you lose the punch. Yeah. Well, shortcake is such a silly name for... Maybe maybe a different name. Well, shortcake isn't a typical Indian no, name. No, not at all. Why don't you try Sam? Sam? Yeah. Just for laughs. We'll yeah. try the joke with that. Well, here's the... Anyway, this Indian guy, this Indian fellow named Sam... The same way I told you before, huh? Yeah. But this Indian fellow named Sam, he'd been real sick for a long while, and so he finally died. And uh, so all of his friends, other Indians in that particular tribe, they... Quiet. Celluloid doctor. All those other Indians uh, in the tribe, they went up to the teepee there, and they said to, to his wife, they said, Huh? We want to arrange for burial of Sam. And so she says, No! Squawberry Sam! <laughs> See, it did, it did a little better. A little that bit time. better with that just that particular little switch it, we it, had. Not as great as it could have been, though. No, it, it should have something more. A little more. It doesn't more. have the boffo, the it sock. It needs that sock and that boffo. Maybe, maybe Sam isn't right. Try uh, another name, a sillier name, yeah. perhaps. Marvin. That sounds real silly for an Indian. Yeah, it does, really. Yeah, go ahead. I'll try the name Marvin. I think we used that in Kansas City, didn't we? Yeah, it worked pretty well there, yeah, but of course you know the... All right, I'll try it with the name Marvin. Anyway, this Indian guy, you see, was, uh, was uh, real sick. This guy what was his name? Marvin. Oh. His Marvin, this Indian, was real sick, and so he died. And so uh, all of his friends in the tribe, they came over to this Indian tribe, <coughs> pardon me, particular Indian tribe, they came up over to his teepee, and they said to his wife, Huh, we want to arrange for burial of Marvin. And so she said... No! Squawberry Marvin! <laughs> a little better. It, it got a little it really better. did a little better. With that change. I, somehow, it's maybe we're on the wrong track with this thing. You mean the whole thing might be wrong? No, maybe we're working idea? on the wrong part of it. I'll tell you what. Do you have any ideas? I got a great idea. Wait, let me write this down. Yeah. Okay, you read it this way. I think this will be the best way to do you it. You wrote one for me to read. Is yeah, that it? Yeah, do it that way. Okay. Well, this Indian guy, uh, what's his name? Shortcake. Oh, this Indian guy named Shortcake, why, well, he, uh, he's sick, you see, and he, he dies. And so all of his Indian friends in the teepee where they, I mean, in the village, actually, particular village, they come over to the teepee where he is, his wife is, and they, one of them, the spokesman for the group, says to her, Ah, we want to arrange to bury your husband, Shortcake. And then she says, No! Funeral parlor bury Shortcake! <laughs> That's the, that's one, the huh? way to do it. That's, that's the bottle. Now we know how to work. We can tell jokes from now on and on and on. Great. We'll have good ones now because we know what to do. All I want is standing right here. Everywhere there's music and flowers. Got to kick my heels. Got to laugh and sing. Here's a girl with everything. Look who's dancing. Look who's on air. Silly and dizzy. 
that we belong together. Look who's dancing without a blush. Loony and spoony, all moonlight and mush. Look who hasn't got a wrinkle on her frock. Look who's dancing. Marshall Van Dyke and Shirley Boer with a scintillating cast of four or five from the musical comedy of Three Grows in Brooklyn and that happens to be my personal favorite musical comedy of almost all time. I like every song in that thing. That was Look Who's Dancing, by the way. Oh my, we have a guest or somebody or perhaps a summoner. Hey, Arvo? Yes. Some, some guy out here to see you. you want to talk to him? Why, I sure do. He says he's in the business or He something. sure is in the business. Look who's here. It's Frankie Lane. What do you say, Frankie? Are you sick again tonight? Good evening, Henry. Yes, I am. Boy, you really are sick, Frank. I'm Arbogast, you idiot. You better go over there and lie down on that operating table. On a table by the piano, will you? A small one. Oh, I see you like music during the ordeal, huh, Frank? Say, uh, can I get you anything before we operate? And some cigarettes and a drink. A tall one. 
Uh-uh, Frankie. That's, that's strictly against the rules, old man. You know that as well as I do. No cigarettes in your condition. Better make it something else, huh? Uh, tonight, Henry, I could use a chaser for my blues. Well, I don't know, Frankie. I'm only an intern here. You you better ask the maestro. Uh, he, he's, he's right over there, see? Maestro. Well, don't just lie there. Tell him what you want. Tonight, I must think of her music. Maestro, please, tonight, tonight I must forget those precious little hours. Hearts and flowers Just play your lilting Melodies Ragtime Jazz time Swing Any old thing To help me Ease the pain That solitude Can bring So please Don't play a walk She danced Divine And I Loved her so There I go Tonight I mustn't Think of her no more. Memory. So please, tonight I must forget A successful operation. It was. It? His voice came out well. He's, he's pretty big in the profession. He has his own anesthetist. Uh, Henry travels with him all over. What, a, what is this? He's a fee anesthetist. A fee anesthetist? Anesthesiologist? Would that be better? I don't know. Well, he had an operation then. Oh, really? Why don't you open your windows at night? <laughs> Well, look, Paul, uh, yes. we've got a little feature here. You want to introduce the deal? Yeah, maybe I should, because it is sort of in keeping with a public service feature. Our duck will remain quiet for just a while. Each day, you know, we like to bring a little cheeriness and happiness into the lives of Americans who are otherwise sort of dull and depressing. Or depressed. <laughs> depressed. Yeah. And so today, here is Peter Robinson with today's chuckle. Pete? <laughs> Thank you. That takes care of that pretty well. Let's talk about something esoteric. You want to hear something real esoteric? What is it? Tell me about it. We've got a record it. coming up by Walter Houston. 
the late, the late Walter Houston, who was uh, one of the greatest movie actors, I think, huh? Of all time. And on this one, I don't believe he uh, intends to sound like a great big singer, but he just sells the song well because it was sort of written for him. Now, if some people hear this thing and, and they say, well, it, I mean, they think it's, it's silly almost because he's, uh, he doesn't have a big, fat, powerful Mario Lanza or Frank Sinatra type voice, but uh, it, it somehow fits the words for a man his age. It's well, let's hear it. They'll recognize the song. Walter Houston. I played me a waiting game If a maid refused me with tossing curls I'd let the old earth take a couple of worms While I plied her with tears in place of pearls And as time came around, she came my way As time came around, she came But it's a long, long while from May to December And the days grow short When you reach September And the autumn weather Turns the leaves to flame And I haven't got time For the waiting days and the days turn to bold as they grow few. September, November, and these few golden days I'd share with you. These golden days I'd share with you. And the wind dwindles down to a precious blue September, November, and these few vintage years I'd share with you. These vintage years I'd share with you. That's from Kurt Weill's Knickerbocker Holiday, thing that came out about 1934, I think. 38. 38, and I'm completely wrong. But anyway, that was Walter Houston, and he does a fine job on that because it was written for him, and in the play, that sort of summed it up, I gather, from what Pete told me. He was around in 38, myself, I was just a kid then. Yes, I was. Well, let's see. We played records, and we do that every night from um, 10.30 o'clock until 11. I'd rather like to thank the people who were responsible for this evening's show. But I'm still here. Ah, oh, goody. That's wonderful. But anyway, our, our profound thanks to our little celluloid duck, 
because he was, thank you, he was uh, most instrumental in creating this thing. And our little Beetle, who didn't quite make the performance well, but was sort of charming to have around. Maybe some other night, Arbo. It'll be great to have you here. And we'll have one night of Facts for Fun for Beatles along about December or thereabout. Right now, I would say, since I have enjoyed myself so much uh, bathing this evening, I sort of like to I'll let the water out and conclude this thing in style. So forgive me. There we are. Oh, my goodness. My little celluloid duck has gone down the drain. Boo-hoo. Oh. Oh, dear. Oh. WMAQ and WMAQ-FM, B.C. and Chicago.